Perakalif Mishnaches. One of the chief topics of our Masechta, of course, is the Karben Chagiga. And that mitzvah, as we know, is that upon making the pilgrimage and the three festivals, each male is obligated to bring a festival, a Karben Shlomim, we call a Karben Chagiga. But nowhere does the Chumash, the Tarsub Ksav, state this outright. Rather, we have but an allusion to this in Parshas Bo, where it says, V'chagosem oso chag l'ashem. On the basis of just of those words, we wouldn't conclude that there's a mitzvah to bring a carbon chagiga. Could have interpreted that pasuk in other ways. For example, it merely means to command us to rejoice very much on the festival. We only know that it is a reference to carbon chagiga based on the Torah Shabal Peh, the oral tradition that was given along with the written Torah that provides us with the key to the Torah Shabbat and really many halachos which are merely alluded to in the Torah Shabbat if even that. Our Mishnah, in addition to the example of Karban Chagiga, mentions other examples of areas of halacha or details of areas of halacha which have only a minimal basis in the written Torah, the actual Chumash. The Mishnah will then contrast these with halachas that have more of a basis in the written Torah. But the Mishnah makes the ultimate point that regardless of the level of basis in the written Torah, all these laws are, of course, equally part of Torah. The Mishnah begins with the example of heter nedarim. That is the possibility for a vow to be annulled by either petitioning an expert sage or a panel of three people and essentially the petitioner explains why had he known certain things about the ramifications of his vow, he never would have made it. But he requests from the sage or the court of three that they annul his vow. And if that sage or that court finds that his case meets the criteria to grant a heter of his nether, then he or they will declare, Mutrlach, 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 it's permitted you're released from your vow. The Mishnah observes that this possibility, this law that the vow could be released, parchin bavir, is a law that, so to speak, floats in the air. There's no clear basis for this law in the written Torah. There is a drasha stated in Masech Nadarim. The Pasuk says regarding a case where a person makes a vow, lo yachil devaro, he shall not make profane his word. Chazal make a drasha that Torah say, okay, he, the one who made the vow, can't make the vow profane. But others may do so. And so this is at least some kind of allusion to the possibility for petitioning a sage or a court to dissolve the vow. But that, the inference from the Pasuk in and of itself, would be a flimsy basis. Also, the Mishnah states, Hilcha Shabbos, Chagigos, Vahami'ilos, laws of Shabbos, and the law of Armasechta, the obligation to bring a carbon Chagiga on the festivals, and the particulars of the prohibition of Mi'ila which is the prohibition to uh, misappropriate property that's been consecrated to the base of Mikdash. The Mishnah states, They're like mountains suspended by a hair. For there is scant to reference to these like, bodies of law in the Pasuk itself, and yet each of the aforementioned halachas really form a whole a body of halacha, each unto itself. We have Mesechtes Chagiga, Mesechtes Me'ila, and Mesechtes Shabbos. 
And so these two are prime examples of halacha, where you have some amount of a reference to the halacha in the Torah. Of course, the Pasuk does state a prohibition. You can't do malacha on Shabbos, but what is a malacha? And the Pasuk mentions that there's a prohibition of me'ilah. It mentions some of the consequences for violating me'ilah, but it's really just the tip of the iceberg. The rest of the iceberg is covered by the Torah Shabbal Peh. We know all that information based on the tradition they received that stretches back to Kabbalah Satar Har Sinai. By contrast, the Mishnah states, Hadinin, monetary laws, Vehoavodos, the laws of the sacrifices, Hataharas Vatomos, laws of purity, like how you make a mikvah, and the laws having to do with ritual impurity, Arayas, the laws having to do with the forbidden relationships, Yesh Lahen Almashi Yismochu. These sets of laws have a much more firm basis in the Tarsha B'Ksav. The Chumash itself goes into more detail about a lot of these areas of law. At the very least, we have more kind of you know, conventional drushas that we use you know, from the 13 drusha rules of Rabbi Shmuel to extrapolate laws in these different areas. And so uh, these areas have more support in the written Torah. But of course, regarding these areas as well, there's a great deal of Tarshabal Peh, that uh, very much supplements our understanding in terms of the uh, details of these areas of halacha. The mission concludes, Hain Hain Gufei Tara. All of the halachas mentioned in this Mishnah are equally part of the essence of the Tara. The written and oral forms of the Tara work in lockstep. It's uh, two sides of one coin. That's ultimately, regardless of which components of the Torah halacha comes from, it's just as much the Dvar Hashem as any other halacha of the Torah.